Hey everyone, welcome to episode 31 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. Happy New Year to each of you. And we welcome you back to our usual weekly midweek church oasis with your friends and family here at the hospital church. It's kind of weird to be off, but a little break over the holiday to reconnect with family, friends, and, you know, 3,240, 3,400 miles, something like that. Later, back from the frozen tundra of Wisconsin, feels good to be back in Florida. You don't know how much you miss the moisture <laughs> until it's gone. I'll remind myself of that come July and August, I'm sure. But as always, we're extending an invitation to uh, check out previous podcasts um, and especially uh, the entire Tis the Season of series that we just finished up this past week. Um, basically, during that whole thing, we if you kind of summed it up in one word, I would say hope. But um, if you haven't had a chance or if you missed any of those episodes, both be it the podcast or the actual messages themselves, as you prepare for 2017, I would encourage you to go back and do that. You can find all those at hospitalchurch.org slash podcast. Um, you can listen to them there. Also, the messages are just available by going to the message archive at hospitalchurch.org. It's right at the top left of the page. And if you would, if you find something that uh, resonates with you, we'd love to hear your, uh, your feedback at podcast at hospitalchurch.org by email or 407-965-1607 if you would like to text us. And of course, share those Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff, anything that you might find uh, that you'd like to share with your neighbors online. But as we finish this end of year series, we begin to think about um, endings, beginnings, and you can't have a New Year's Eve really without thinking about the past and maybe the possibilities of the future. And we often make promises and well, oh, it can't be complete without resolutions, right? So intentions are possibly as pure as they can ever be in the at that time of the year. And yet disappointment is almost as sure as the intentions themselves. <laughs> so how do we start fresh and continually realize that we need the perfection of God in our lives to have success and happiness? That's really, was as I started listening to the message and kind of going through those, my first thought was, okay, we've really been building this momentum up to the end of the year. And this, in this, and this has been a great series. And yet it's, we're, we're, we're still going to find some of the trappings that we normally do with when it comes to New Year's or clean slates or any of that stuff. Because these answers really aren't always all that easy. And sometimes they're just troubling because we're trying to understand. And when we, or maybe when we come to understand that those really mean personal sacrifice, some of the luster kind of rubs off that, don't you think? <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> But then, Andy, you, you said, and you referenced this, and this is probably some that most of us, uh, a statement that, or a verse that most of us are familiar with. For even I, the Son of Man, came here not to be served, but to serve others and to give my life as a ransom for many. Mm. And then that puts it in perspective. But still, how do we translate that just to <laughs> us in, in that realization? We were talking after church with some folks and how they, they, the consistency of this call to service and be out in the community and blah, 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 blah. I said, yeah, I said, it's really interesting. I said, the one thing that Jesus says he wants us to do, we're like, eh, can't we do something else? <laughs> Is there anything else we can do besides this serve thing? Uh, yeah, we want know. to do anything else. Yeah, I'll, I'll go be an evangelist or I'll go, you know, I'll, I'll do this or that, but serve? I just got to serve? I'll give money, you know? <laughs> well, and serve can take on so many different personalities or activities that it's often, I think when we're doing it the right way, we kind of forget we're doing it. And maybe that's, maybe that's part of the problem. Well, it's interesting in the, in the, in the uh, story that I read from Matthew 25 at the end of time, when Jesus separates the sheep and the goats, yeah. the righteous are sort of like, wow, when did we do, when, when did we do that? What? You know, kind of thing. So it, it, it can be sort of 
we can get so caught up. I, I really believe uh, if you're familiar with chicks at me highs, um, flow, right. <laughs> Uh, I really believe that that's really what heaven's like. You know how when you're like, if you're doing something you really enjoy and you just sort of lose sense of time and you're just, you're sort of engrossed in it and like, oh my lands, this, this late at night or it's the half the day's gone and you just don't even know what time has passed because you were so enjoying yourself and, and accomplishing something and working on some task of some kind. Yeah. And I think, I think heaven will be more like that again when work is just a pure joy and we're able to just, do the thing we're enjoying and, and get in flow. You brought up, I think one of the, one of the things that I took away really, uh, really enjoyed it. And a number of people I think I talked to same, same thing is it, you know, we keep praying, God, you know, show me who you are. We pray, what's your will <laughs> for me? And, or like the end song, give me Jesus. Um, and it's a very, it was a very simple equation that you pointed out, which I thought was, it was in a, bit profound if you want to if you want <laughs> like, such a shocking voice you have man <laughs> for once <laughs> no there's so many things that are profound but no. but to think of serving as hey if you want me to be in your life if you want me to actually be there in the flesh in a sense mm -hmm. i mean he's saying i'm that person right. um serve it's it's your way to come to me. Mm -hmm. And it's a way to have him in our lives yeah. as well. Yeah. We, we we think about wanting to make such a spiritual thing about it somehow like ooh and it's like no, you know, just go take care of somebody else and when you're doing that you take care of me and yeah. we're having a relationship. And but, that's the piece, you know, that that experiential relationship, yeah. But that's tough because growing up, I mean, I you know, I remember hearing this all the time, you know, you you got to be the, the the first shall be last, last shall be first, serve, you know, the Jesus washed the feet of his disciples, gave us examples. I mean, obviously what we just read, you know, uh, came here to not to be served, but to serve others. I mean, it's pretty clear. And you couple that with the greatest of these is love. It all becomes pretty, you know, should be fairly easy. But what about the person that's going, okay, it's hard to ignore those statements if we have any inkling of Jesus at all, or if we're searching or if we're saying, you know, this this Jesus thing, this might be for me. And yet, um, sometimes it seems like those things are ineffective or maybe it's just due to being inactive because they just haven't found their place or their calling or their gift. And I hear that a lot. And you wonder, how do we bridge that gap between just something so, I mean, seemingly so simple, but sometimes just so hard to connect the dots? Well, I think sometimes we want our service to be really profound. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we, want yeah. This, we want this, ah, moment I have served. Kind of thing, yeah. as opposed to recognizing that if you open the door for a person at a store, you just serve that person. Right. You know, if you smile at someone who's looking like they're having a bad day and they muster a smile back, you just serve that. Well, I think we we just need to take it out of this. I've got to do this grand thing to just every day. I mean, you know, when I set the table instead of waiting for my wife to set the table, you know, or maybe yeah. I even get up early and fix a meal, or, you know, whatever. I mean. Those are just simple ways of serving. When you when you sit down and read a story to your kids, you're serving your kids. So I just think we got to think about it in a much more I don't want to say mundane way, but just ordinary life. That is true because what we've done is we've made rituals out of those things that Jesus did. You know, the washing of the feet, and not that not that I'm saying we shouldn't do that. I'm just saying that that was actually just a menial task right. that he picked up a, you know, and did this, 
not not actually for us to laud him or the even the act into a sacrament, mm-hmm. but that he wants he's he's I think he's saying to us this is not just the only thing that you guys can do in terms of you know washing each other, but find those little things, find those menial tasks, find those mundane things that happen on a regular basis and make your life about service. Not try to find the big things, like you mentioned. Well, we were sort of romanticized yeah. a little bit, and and then then we read the text like "Take up your cross and follow me," and we think, "Oh my, you know, it's <laughs> got to be this big cross thing." And it's it's really interesting because most people, I think, would tend to be willing to make one giant service opportunity. Yeah, you know, I'll give my life for this kind of thing and serve. <laughs> and and what really God does, He says, "Take take all that I've given you and turn it into quarters." You know, yeah, and right. then spend a quarter and spend a quarter and spend a quarter till the whole fortune is gone. And and it's it's and that's really more what I think the service call to is lots of little opportunities that seem maybe even insignificant to us. <coughs> sort of, maybe, maybe we just sort of think, Oh, I didn't do anything really. But the person was served and that just collectively ends up clothing naked people and giving food to hungry people and visiting people in prison and you know. I had somebody actually come this is kind of the other side of this. I had somebody ask me, um, what if you're too helpful? You know, because when they ask <laughs> because there are some, you know, like I think you must of, serve in the way <laughs> the person needs to be exactly. served, not the way you want. And I think to serve. that's the that's a good point because a lot of times people can take away a, an opportunity for someone. You know, like let me do that for you. Well, I really don't want you to do that. You mm-hmm. know, and you have this "I'm nicer than you" contest kind of thing, <laughs> and um, and so. I, I do think that there is a fair amount of timing and and also some some consciousness of where you're at with the whole thing. I think the consciousness is a great word, Jeff, because it's really an intentionality. It's living a life with the intention of being a servant, not not necessarily even serving. A servant doesn't decide when they're going to serve. A servant is a servant, and when they're called upon to serve, they serve. Exactly. Yeah. And so I, I think that whole mindset to become, I'm going to have a servant heart, a servant mindset, and who knows what that'll mean, but I'm just going to be open to doing that. And so I, when I'm called upon, I serve. And uh, <laughs> Well, I think sometimes, too, you can say, well, you know, I've been, I've been praying for an opportunity for something for a long time, and nothing's come along. But I think that's part of the grandeur yeah, I want to. I'm looking for something big. I'm looking for the, you know, the the signpost to come up in front of my windshield to go. Oh, turn right here. God says so. Right. Where in actuality, if it's just a, I'm going to pray. Just you know what? Use me however it can be. If, you know, show me the small opportunities and just start looking for those first. The rest will probably follow. Right. And, and I think the important thing that I said toward the end of the sermon, uh, I don't think it was even in my notes. I think I threw it in actually. <laughs> was, Love those. Was that we really need to begin to practice this in comfortable circles mm-hmm. um, so so that I begin with the closest person I am to in life is my spouse. And so how can I serve her more? How can she find opportunities? Then my kids, and how can I serve my kids? And how can my kids? And we begin to practice this in natural environments. Like oftentimes yeah. we think about, I got to go serve these people that I don't even know somewhere. No, so let's start in those circles, and then the people we work with, and the people that ne- live next door to us, and we go to school with, <clears throat> and then as we serve in those little capacities, we become we become practiced at serving. And when the opportunity comes to serve John Doe, well, then it's just a, it, we do it more naturally than forced or awkwardly. I had written that down as well, thinking that the same thing. If if it's just something that we become good at, 
well, then it, it becomes more genuine to mm-hmm. the receiver as well. And I think our impact as far as being Christ-like or why would that person help me necessarily? Or, you know, what about them is different that I either don't see, I don't understand. And I think that's sometimes where our witnessing opportunities come because it's just who you are. You don't right. have to think about it. Well, on the side of that too is if <coughs> if you're working with people or you're helping or serving within people that are that know you well, you also get that feedback, that um, kind of almost a, a sense of understanding of, you know, and to call your hand if you're faking it. Exactly. <laughs> well, not only if you're faking it, but if you're if you're overbearing on it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, your wife is going to tell you, "Hey, I really appreciate you just stepping in like that. I I just don't want you to feel like because I don't want to feel like I'm a I'm always going to need help in this regard, or I'm always I want you to give me because there's some dignity too that that happens when you're able to to not always accept somebody else's help, if you understand what I mean by that. But I think begin to begin to practice the idea that anybody you lock eyes with, you're locking eyes with Jesus, mm-hmm. is a really different concept for us. Um, yeah, serving, and I think they're I, I never thought honoring. about serving you, Jeff, as right. serving Jesus. Exactly. I, I just, that's never, well, now you need to start thinking about <laughs> it. I have got it. I have got oh, it. <laughs> Shall I call but, you master? Uh, <laughs> But there is a side to that that has honor mm-hmm. to it as well. When Jesus knelt down, he was not just serving them. He was honoring them. And I think right. that's a very important piece to this, that we don't make them, you know, I don't want to become a martyr in my service. Right. Uh, where all of a sudden, no, let me do that. I'm, you know, I'm going to be the one that, that serves you. And, well, that has to, and I think that takes some of the, I think, no, I don't be careful here, but I think oftentimes with the martyrdom complex, at least, we're actually serving self versus exactly. serving the other person. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, right. That, and that's where people that are close to us can help us understand, hey, I don't know if this right. is really service. That's why <laughs> practicing it within those safe circles yeah. with the people we already know is a great thing to help prepare us and help us get the... Uh, Help us help the honesty factor go up in our service. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said two things um, <clears throat> during your message that I think really kind of brought that out. And you said we're help. We are helpless. We are defenseless. But we also rest in God. It is time for we as Christians to start again to have a new beginning. We haven't been consistent because we are part of the mess of this world. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're talking about that where we can have that arrogance or that done to our you know that self importance that comes with that and if it's not done from the appropriate place i think that's the part that people outside looking at christians go you know what they're not that good in the first place and when they are oh <laughs> don't they want you to know it right. and, and that's part of what we're up against when you talk about well we need to start we start need to start new again um but each of us i mean that starts with us each individually and then collectively you know local church world church all that stuff but you also said imperfect Christians, the only kind that have ever existed, have done and can do amazing things for our world if they will start from a place of helplessness and take the form of a servant. Mm. And I'm like, you know, those two together, it's like you have to, I think sometimes we almost have to humble ourselves and realize that, yeah, we're, no, we're, we're part of this mess and we're no better than anyone else. And even if we have this down, we've done it in our little circles, we've brought it out to our community, and now as a, as a church, because we've all taken this on— even as a local church, man, people know people from the hospital church, and they're good people. But then there's that oh, there is that tipping point of me. Yeah, we can go too yeah. far with it too. Sure, and and it can become prideful. It can become um, mismotivated. <laughs> all kinds of things. 
if we if we go out in the wrong direction. Yeah. But then and I think that goes back to who are we really serving? And I think part of it has to do with I, I'm doing this for myself in a sense. Well, and we really take away we really take away the the praise that goes to God when we do that mm-hmm. because it's all shining here instead of where it's supposed to be. Yeah. I, I think that as we as we came to the close of things, the, the whole idea though, if that if we want if we want to be with Jesus, we serve people. Yeah. And those he says, That's who I am. That's that's me now. Right. Um, and so it's a great opportunity for us to to serve in his stead as his hands and his feet, and at the same time be serving him in the least of these we serve as well. So it's it's a it's a really it's a great reminder. Cool connector. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as we wrap it up, we're quickly running out of time. I would encourage any of you listening to go back and review both the messages and or the podcast from this series. And if you would, you go to the website, you'll find a copy of this past week's takeaway as a guide when you're doing that. There were a lot of good questions and almost kind of like a New Year's resolution sheet that if you could go through and answer those questions, even if it's just a couple, two, three word answers, uh, both for yourself and if a family applies to you, maybe for your family, even if you could pick one or two of those that you could come up and maybe be surprised with your answer and say, man, that's something we can work at myself, my family. And we're going to engage somehow based on this statement that really stood out to us. They were really good. You can go and find those at hospitalchurch.org, and then you go to Sermon Archives. And right beneath where you'll see Andy without a tie on, you know, right there, (laughs) underneath there, you'll see where a little link that says Sermon Notes. And those those, a link to those notes, easy for me to say, will also be in the show notes in the podcast. So you can just click on that and go directly to them. But, and if you find anything that you just, you know, maybe came up with that you weren't thinking about previously, we'd love to hear about it. Uh, podcast at hospitalchurch.org, 407-965-1607 on the uh, text message. We'd love to hear those. And, um, you know, commit to being true servants and leaders in this journey that we're bringing hope and healing to our world whose needs really have never been greater. What an awesome way to start off 2017. So past that, our weekly revolving invitation to join us each week, 930 and 12. You can watch online, hospitalchurch.org. Just click the watch live link on the main page. And if you're local, please do stop in and join us. Uh, there again, 9:30-12 and 10:45. There's Bible studies all over campus. And this week, upcoming, we start a new series, "The Generous Life." The Generous Life. Well, now there you go. Everything you're going to figure out on the takeaways <laughs> and kind of you make your new plan for the year, and it's all going to end up dealing with generosity because yeah, giving yeah. is generous. <laughs> so this this is going to go well. So you're not going to want to miss that. So join us this week, um, and then. Um, That'll be it. So until next week in episode 32, this is Randy for Andy and Jeff saying thanks for joining us and we'll see you all then.